I can't decide if this is a great joke or one of the shittiest jokes I've ever heard. Hello, welcome to Guides to the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And this week we are talking about something that is somewhat timely. This is the Skookle Notes. The Skookle Notes, everybody. <laughs> so I did that thing where you can put something into Google and then have it tell you the pronunciation. That's what it told me. If okay. I'm wrong, maybe it's Skookle. I don't know. But it is spelled S-C-H-U-Y-L-K-I-L-L. -L. I have a feeling that most people are going to be familiar with this from looking at the word. That's why I spelled it out like that. It yeah. looks kind of like shoil kill. Skook, yeah, squeak kill. It, yeah. It, it, something like that. But it's got mm -hmm. kill in the word. Yes. Yeah, so and I think right visually it, it, it's easier to grasp onto. But I take it that this is, uh, as you said, a recent series of events that are, are puzzling a particular community. Yeah, it's really weird. Had you heard of this? You know, I, I recognize, again, it's so silly to say this. I recognized the word. Right. When we spelled it, I was like, I've seen this word. Yes. I know that's so dopey to keep hitting, but, no, but that's but it's a very the only way that I know word. it. It's an unusual word. And so I at least was aware that something was going on in a place called Skookle. Right. I couldn't have said that word. I, I got to tell you, I was shocked <laughs> when it came back with that pronunciation. Yeah. That's why I'm also saying, who knows? I, I did, It was the very first thing. It's not like I found some obscure right. way to pronounce it. But if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. It seems wrong to me. Yes, yes, yes. But I guess it's not. Well, I'm excited to find out what was going on. It's very strange. Okay, so this is a, this is a real mystery. And we still don't have the answer. Okay. We don't know. These small notes, like little notes of typed out conspiracy theory, just word salad. It's like so hard to read these things Okay, are currently still and have been for a few years popping up in mostly food boxes Okay, in Pennsylvania, particularly the area of Schuylkill County. Right. So that's why people are talking about it. And seemingly throughout the state now and also outside the state, which could be copycat stuff, obviously. Sure. But yeah. Once something sort of hits and yeah. grabs everyone's attention, mm -hmm. it's now increasingly likely that other people are going to try to mimic right. what at least an individual or group of people had started doing for real. Yeah, exactly. And Reddit has a lot of like you know, just hobby sleuths on the job yeah. who have made um, like heat maps of where these notes are found. And okay. still, it is mostly concentrated in Pennsylvania and the area of Schuylkill County, but it's kind of like it's gone further. Um, so in addition to being in food boxes, they're also found hanging from trees in parks. What? Okay. Which is so nutty. Um, so... Speaking it, of nutty, so you're you're literally saying you might go to the grocery store, yeah, get a nutter butter, right, bring it home, mm -hmm. open your nutter butter, and this little note is in there. Not a great example because nutter butters <laughs> are a tray of nutter butter cookies sealed right, inside in a sleeve. Yes. A, a you know aluminum sleeve. The notes for the most part are found like in a cardboard box that then has a sealed inner bladder of food <laughs> god damn you god damn you yes an inner bladder so, sort of like how a cereal box is it's a cardboard box exactly. with a plastic box inside you're saying that's where the letters might be in the cardboard box 
not inside the bladder. Yes. But funny you should say, there is one <laughs> instance of it seeming to be that a note is found within the sealed bladder. Okay. And it was serial. So there is this guy named Joe Miller of Sugarloaf Township. Sugarloaf? Which I guess must be part of Schuylkill County. If there's a Sugarloaf in Schuylkill and these are hidden in foodstuffs, I'm very suspicious. Here we're going now. Here we go. I, I, unfortunately, to... this is so confusing. It seems I, like we're just into we're it. We're in it now. But before you really launch into it, I just have to say that you referenced Nutter Butters as being inside an aluminum sleeve, which to me sounds like some sort of a security barrier. They're protected within aluminum. I think it's just a plastic sleeve that Nutter Butters come in. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong Isn't if they come usually... inside aluminum. <laughs> Like you open a thing and it's like silver on the inside. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's <No>? metal. <coughs> like a mylar balloon. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yes, mylar. I think they're inside mylar. They're inside mylar. <laughs> they should be protected like you are at the dentist when you get x-rays. A lead. They put the lead. <laughs> My nutter butters, I keep them in a lead vest. <laughs> hey, Will. You know you're a redneck. <laughs> I knew it. I, almost... I knew you knew it. Yeah. Kristen's favorite redneck joke. The only one I know. Okay. You know you're a redneck, and I always tell a little wrong. I don't know how you really it's, get you here. You might be a redneck. <laughs> the punctuation might, of all these jokes is, you might be a redneck. You might be a redneck if... You're getting it wrong already. If you do this, you might be a redneck. Didn't I say you might be a redneck if just now? I did. No, you've, got it, you've got it all wrong. You got I, I don't want to get too in the weeds. You you're saying Okay, you're saying the redneck first, and it comes last. Oh, oh, If okay. you do X, you might be a redneck. I gotcha, okay. Now, having uh, uh, painstakingly gone through the anatomy of a Bill Langvall or what's his name? Jeff Foxworthy. A Jeff Foxworthy joke. How dare you? Now tell the joke so everyone can laugh. Okay. If you consider hiding the valuables, kicking the nutter buggers under the couch, <laughs> you might be a redneck. <laughs> I gotta hide the valuables. Let me kick these nutter butters under the couch. You might be a redneck. That's how they diagnose. That's a good joke. That is yeah. a good joke. And it, amazingly, yeah, after Dr. all Jeff that, it still worked on me. It's still good. It's still a funny joke. That that speaks to uh, the genius of Jeff Foxworthy. Yes. Okay. From Jeff Foxworthy to Joe Miller of Sugarloaf yes. Township. Yes, 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 yes. Um, he was settling in for a scrumptious bowl of Lucky Charm s'mores when something less than magically delicious came tumbling out of the bag. I, I feel like you're almost like testing me to see if I ask you about Lucky Charm s'mores. I've never heard of this product. William, neither have I. I was shocked. <laughs> oh, we gotta go to MrBreakfast.com. Yeah, I was shocked. So, first of all, of course, the note thing, sure. But I was like... I know the note is almost a, a, a an aside yeah. at this point. I was like, Lucky Charms s'mores? Yeah, what are you talking about? I've never seen this mm -mm. at all, no. but I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm listening. It looked like there were just like little um, Graham chocolatey Parker's chocolate guys inside there. Yeah. yeah, along with, you know, like the part of Lucky Charms that you like don't really care that much about. Yeah, the cereal. The cereal. It seemed to be a chocolate version of that, I guess. Okay, all right. Um, seems good. Very well. So- Miller explained that he removes the bag from the bladder from his cereal box. <laughs> and so he, he removes that from his cereal box when he goes to pour. Yeah. And yet when he unsealed that bag and poured, the note came out of that. That's crazy. That means that it was inside 
the the bag itself and not just the cardboard box because pe- there are a lot of theories about who might be doing this. Some people are like, it must be somebody who works at like a food distribution plant, but also- So as people, they seal up a box, he slips a note in. That was one theory. That's one theory. But also people have seen that it would not be hard really. if you First of all, these notes are small. It's not like a standard like eight by 11 sheet of paper. It seems like it's less than half of that. Okay. If you fold that up, I don't think it'd be that hard to slip into a box of cereal even at the grocery store. So, okay. So another theory then you're saying is yes. that somebody goes to the grocery store, picks up packages almost at random. Yes. And maybe inches the cardboard box open a little bit just to I'm slide paper in. You squeeze the top. Squeeze the top. That creates a gap. Yes. A void. Right. And then you put it into the void. That's a into great- Into the void, go we. We'll go to the grocery store and try this ourselves. <laughs> we'll slip guide to the unknown stickers and random yeah. packages. The, the quickest That's arrest- The quickest arrest that has ever happened for tampering with food. Yeah. Slipping pictures of your own face and how to find looking, you. And also looking like idiots because we're looking to the side. There's a monster behind us. <laughs> These people yes. are oblivious to all things. Yes, yes. Um, so people on Reddit are <laughs> flipping out about this guy and being like, and they might they might be right for all I know, but they're like, um, clearly he's wrong. It was not sealed into the bag. When you pour cereal, it could obviously be in the box and it's just coming out along with what's inside, inside uh, the bag. Ah, yes, yes, yes. But yes. they have not read, I don't think closely, his interview where he said he removes the bag. And then the he pours his cereal. That's unusual. It's very unusual. So that's why I'm still like a little, mm. uh, I don't know why fishy. he would do that. I, w- I, w- I don't trust a man who does that. Yeah. But also if he's saying that the, the letter was inside the bladder, right. inside the box, right. then that goes way back to the food tampering totally. argument of like, is it somebody in a warehouse? Exactly. So, um, But there's no way that somebody like takes a scoop, fills a bag... And then manually seals the bag. That's got to be a factory process. It is. I mean, since the beginning of this, people have had this theory about somebody in food distribution. Yeah. But it's refuted by number one. You're completely right. Like, I don't know that there are like, I don't know that it's like the Honey Bunches of Oats commercial. Right. With that nice lady where people are like filling bags and sealing them. Mm -hmm. It's probably all mechanical. Yes. And also people say that um, because of concerns about food tampering of whatever different sorts that people are watched very closely who work with food in facilities even like that. Like there are cameras, there are everything. And people have now been on the lookout for somebody doing something like this to facilities that, um, you know, deliver to grocery stores in this area or whatever. Yeah. So it seems unlikely that that's the case. Um, But that's, that's one of the things that, you know, is going down. Okay. So let's kind of work backward now or backtrack. Here's what these notes say. Like yeah, what so we know we know that this is happening. Mm-hmm. You might get home, open right. up your neutral grain, yeah, and find a note in it. Yes. What does the note say? Again, my question: with a neutral grain, we open it and there's silver inside. What is this? This is just plastic that we've coated silver. Like you know, aluminum foil exists. I guess I thought it was like in an unbelievably <clears throat> thin layer of like foil or something. But foil you can puncture with a finger. You can't just rip open into a, a Nutrigrain. No, I know. I knew it was reinforced with plastic. But right. like, is the silver stuff? Why is it silver? I then? agree. There is a shiny thing in there sometimes. I'm yeah. not sure what that is. We'll never know. We'll never know. Um. So these notes are teeny tiny they're like i said unbelievably hard to read yeah um because first of all the way they're written is nuts to the eye the punctuation (laughs) is super off okay they use weird abbreviations like putting an apostrophe in for the in of ing 
oh. in any word that has ing and a lot of words have ing so it's just like full of these apostrophes it makes it hard to read um and also they're just kind of like rambling and odd on top of that okay so to give you just the gist there's stuff like this in there and you can go to the show notes and you can find obviously pictures and read all this sort of stuff scary fun dot fun yep um, so there's, you know, a snippet is lies, secret societies, SS in parentheses, ties to terrorism, shootings, but shootings is with an apostrophe GS at the end, oh. riots are not reported and even reported has an apostrophe instead of the E in ED of reported, but JFK warned of SS. Europe's Aryan elite slash hidden royalty and their SS, Jesuits Va Vatican Masons, then in caps, leading SS masquerading as others' religions are the Illuminati. Jesus. I, that's very hard to understand. That times, I would say, I'm guessing maybe eight per letter. Like, eight, that's just yeah. like a tiny snippet of like what would be in here. There are references to Musk slash Bill Gates slash Oprah. You get the idea. Just so, kind of like global elite. Right. Familiar-ish yeah notions of like the the wealthy are in charge mm -hmm. something about secret societies yeah being tied to terrorism and like jfk warned us about secret societies okay and like the vatican is a secret society relatively familiar conspiracy topics yeah i think it's pretty okay uh well trod trod ground yeah the subject end. matter not breaking new ground no Delivery method. Yeah, delivering it in my box of dum-dums. Yeah. Pretty good. Quite new. Pretty new. Um, so it's not always the same message. It's not like there's like one note that everybody keeps finding. It seems like they are done in batches because like okay. a whole bunch of people will find one version of the note. A whole bunch of people will find another version. Okay. The message is always the same, but it's not verbatim. Um, and as I messaged, they're, uh, mentioned, they're not on standard size paper. They're pretty damn small. Like most of the pictures are people holding them in their in their hand and it's like a close tight up and you can see the entirety of the note it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. the size of an average hand i guess i would say yeah and also the orientation is different than you're used to seeing like if you get you know mail or whatever it's usually um you know the longest sides are on the left and right the shorter sides are on the top and bottom this is flipped so, so it's landscape exactly. not portrait yeah. exactly um and the size is likely why there are so many abbreviations and things like that, because you have to like fit so much in. And I guess whoever's writing this, rather than make the message shorter, is deciding to write the word dated as D-A-T apostrophe D instead of you just You still need a character there. I know. I know. Yeah. For at least the I-N-G, at least you're saving a character. For yeah. that, you're not saving anything. Yeah. Yeah, it, uh, yeah. Just make the font smaller. Make the piece of paper a little bit bigger. I know. You could fit the message without needing to spell words. Yeah, just accommodate the size of yeah. your message with the size of the paper. Exactly. I don't know. I mean, it's already very small. Like the paper is small, and it looks like the font is small on it. So yeah, okay, fair enough. It's, <laughs> whatever. Not defending, but have, they're doing. They they have their reasons, I suppose. I guess so. Which, which we don't know. Um. So this started happening. At least in 2020. That was the first oh. reported sighting of okay. these. Um, the website, The Coal Speaker, which seems to be like a local Pennsylvania news site, posted on April 16th in 2020 that people were finding these strange notes in their packaged foods from grocery stores. And so I was thinking, 
So this is early on in the pandemic. Like yeah. things started shutting down in like mid-March. And we were all feeling really lucky to be able to go to the grocery store because we didn't know if they'd be allowed to stay open and just like how this would work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, there were still curfews. Remember curfew? Yes. You have to be home by eight o'clock. Yeah. We really went through a really crazy time, everybody. And it still isn't over. It's no. not over. And it's pretty no, bad it's right not. now. Hope you're doing well, everybody. Yes, Genuinely, absolutely. that's not a, not a not a glib joke. Hope no. you're doing well, everybody. Mm -hmm. No, it absolutely is ongoing. We've all been through it. Yes, I know. I think We're still going to be processing this for years. Oh, yeah. It's, it's honestly nuts <clears throat> that we're just not walking around just like talking about this and thinking about this all the time. I think our subconsciouses probably are. I'm sure, yeah. Because mm -hmm. that was like... A, a global traumatic, traumatic event. Yes. Yeah. Un unreal. Even just looking... But it's just crazy. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah. So... We were all like, our grocery store is going to be open. Are we going to maybe have to go in shifts? Yeah, yeah. Like, we don't know what's going on. So first of all, people are going to the grocery store. Just like, thank God we can get groceries. Mm -hmm. um, and then also context wise, it was definitely a time of heightened conspiracy theories um, around the government, certainly yeah. here in America and worldwide, I would imagine. Um, just the the Trump era of presidencies whipped up a lot of conspiracy theories. So that being coupled with the pandemic, yeah. which is kind of a common conspiracy theory anyway about the government making people sick during various right. pandemics and epidemics <clears throat> over time. The plandemic. Yeah, the pandemic. <laughs> um, it's just like a really potent time yeah. for people to get into conspiracies. Yeah. So um, – there's like crazy fear mongering going on and also just like genuine fear. And so it must have been so strange for people to go to the grocery store and be like, all right, thank God I, I was able to get this stuff, come home and to give some actual examples, um, boxes of pasta, which I guess must have had a bladder. I'm not, I'm not, um, pasta typically, no, I'm very familiar with boxes of pasta, typically no bladder oh, open no, no. the box. Please, I'm familiar with boxes of pasta. I'm saying I'm not familiar with a box of pasta that has an inner bladder. Oh, I see. But what you're that um, box of cereal seemed to be the first time something was a note was like touching In, food. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, so I guess somebody was getting some sort of pasta I don't get. Um, and something again, something else that was cited in an article. Two other things that I was like, pe people are getting these things in a way that I don't get: um, chocolate bars and dog food. Chocolate. When bars are these and dog sequestered food. from the? <clears throat> the cardboard but are you sure are they making a point to say that the letters usually don't touch food yeah mm -hmm. yeah dog food they're saying that like a, it was it was mark uh, remarkable that it was in the lucky charm s'mores because it was the first time that it was sealed in right, with right, food right. yeah yeah other I don't times know. it was like you know it'd be next to food but it was in like the the box or whatever they may have just been trying to make a distinction between like you couldn't slip it into the bladder Mm -hmm. If you're walking down the grocery store, right. you could still slip this into dog food or something. That's a good point, yeah, actually. Yeah. That, yeah, no, you're right. It is that. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Because, yeah, the thing about being slipped into the bladder was like they would ha that would have to happen in the food processing place. Right. But you're right. You could slip it in these places. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. So you're coming home, opening some food, and you find these wild ass messages inside and just like. What the hell is going on? Yeah, what, what's going on? The world. Yeah. And the article from the coal speaker said that people were returning groceries to the store because they were they were concerned about the fact that the food was tampered. Oh, yeah. You take that item right back to the store immediately. Well, interestingly, Do not eat it. certainly not eat <clears throat> it, but like we were all like, 
you know, most people wore masks and stuff. Like it was very scary, especially at that time in April. Like they were still giving out advice. I imagine at that point where they were like, spray down your um, mail. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they really didn't know totally how transferable this was. Yep. And it could be that like, if somebody touches something hours ago and you touch it, you could be getting the virus. We just like, didn't know. Yeah. So yes, 100%. You're not going to eat that food, but also we were all going outside in masks and like kind of wishing we were just in hazmat because you couldn't like touch anything without washing your hands right away. So it was also kind of, um, I keep using the word remarkable. Okay, so the whole time was remarkable. It was kind of remarkable to me that people would go back to the store. They're like going back into the danger, basically, in order to return this thing. However, like. Also, a lot of people were out of jobs and things like that. And so every dollar counts. So yeah, what like, am I supposed to do? Just deal with this, you know, Ronzoni that right. somebody may have messed with? No, 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 no. Bring I it back know. to the store. Because you're also getting a, a du- you're getting a twofold threat in your house now. Yes. Not only is there some strange message that I don't understand in this box, mm-hmm. not only have they contaminated my food by touching my food and stuff. Right. For all I know, they've got the goddamn disease that we don't understand how it spreads right now. Yes. So actually, that's three threats yes. from one thing. This is like, this is a genuine crime. Like oh, a crime, no, crime, is. crime, all this tampering with food stuff. Well, the FBI is looking into it now as really? of like a couple weeks ago yeah. because it's food tampering. Only a couple weeks ago? Yes. Come on. I know. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up, dude. I don't know. Maybe they thought it was just like a, a hoax or something, but at this point it's been going on for years. Uh, it and is it's crazy. food tampering. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, yeah, I was just thinking just with the context of the time, what a big deal is and what a pain in the ass it would be to come home, see this. You're like, I just came from outside where I was basically holding my breath and afraid to touch anything. Yeah. Now this stuff is in my food. I have to go back out and what? Just... I'm just trying to enjoy a nice, quiet Schuylkill day. <laughs> Can't I enjoy my time in Schuylkill without this kind of hubbub? <laughs> what a pain. Um, so, as I said, almost without exception, the majority of these notes have been folded up and slipped into cardboard boxes that a lot of food comes in. Right. And there was only that one instance of Joe Miller of Sugarloaf Township finding it in his uh, cereal bladder. But it isn't just in food. They're also being found in parks, as I mentioned earlier, hanging from trees or like attached to trees in different ways. So on Reddit, somebody asked people who have found them to share how they were placed. I think they asked specifically if you found this in a park, like where was it? Like how was it placed and you found it? You got to be a detective about these things, right? Mm -hmm. It's not enough that you found the letter, but how did you find the letter? Where was it placed? Because you can even get an idea of like if it was hung on a tree, how tall is the person that was hanging it? Yeah. Right? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there were only two responses from people who said that they saw them in the park on this particular thread. I mean, basically, the Schuylkill Notes Reddit is like popping off all the time. People are really, really yeah. into it. Um, but on this, there are just two responses. One person said thumbtacked to a tree with a leaf over it. And another one said was wrapped in plastic wrap, tucked in a paper clip and pinned to a tree. And then there are also reports of them hanging from trees with string or rubber bands that from a picture I saw, it seemed like somebody had like cut a rubber band. So it was basically a string and like tied one end of it to a a branch or something. Everything is unusual. Yes. There's not one method I've heard that sounds conventional. A normal way of getting somebody a note. It's not on a community board at Panera. No. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great point. Why isn't it? I don't go to know. Starbucks. They always have your local whatevers. They've right. got a board of that stuff. 
Put your Schuylkill notes there, Schuylkillman. I know. Pin it to a tree and put a leaf on it too? I know. I wish there was a picture of that because that seems really hard to find Like then? tucked under a leaf? Like I don't really want anyone to find this. But then there's a thumbtack. I know. Attaching it all. Hung on a rubber band on a tree? What's happening? What's, I mean. What's doing, Schuylkillman? Clearly. The, one of the things that we're not really getting to yet and i think it's worth pointing out is that the, the thought process of an individual who is doing this yes um there's some element it seems of uh mental illness there's just some yes. there's not a very clear thought process it feels very disorganized right <clears throat> the um the schuylkill notes reddit actually was changed from being called offensively the schuylkill schizo notes yeah, and people, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't luckily, do somebody decided to change the name of that, but it's still holding over. A lot of people have theorized that this is somebody who has schizophrenia. Sure. Um, somebody posted something on there, which I thought was kind of interesting. I mean, we just have literally no idea. There are no clues. There are no leads. This is just a 100% outstanding mystery. Somebody pointed out that people with schizophrenia, but also people have all kinds of different um, disorders or yeah. whatever often uh, have something called, uh, I think it was called hypergraphia, which is being compelled to write things. Just oh, like writing, okay. writing lots of things. And there are a lot, they were, um, I think they linked to, maybe it was just Wikipedia or something, but there were photos of things that people with hypergraphia have written. And it's like small, tightly written, mostly by hand, but like little things like this so i can see the parallel there yeah 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 um but yeah pretty much everybody is theorizing that this is likely somebody who suffers from some sort of mental illness but we just don't know and yeah can lead to number one like unusual ideas like these and also very unusual methods of disseminating for lack of a better word those ideas yeah especially when the internet is totally. that, that's the other thing that's unusual about something like this today is like mm -hmm. What I would be familiar with of like unusual notes or or something like that being spread around is like it feels like it's a pre-internet kind of concept. I know that <clears throat> you would be filling in. Like think about uh, 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 there are a lot of offensive stereotypes about people like a serial killer handwriting. Yeah. Right. Uh, the movie Seven, mm -hmm. where uh, a bad man is filling up like notebook after notebook after notebook right. with this like tight aggressive writing that's kind of what the examples of hypergraphia look like yeah and so like it's like that's all being left as a manifesto for someone to later find and puzzle over or something like that mm -hmm. but if you're trying to directly warn people of something if you're trying to be like there are secret societies and jfk tried to warn us yeah maybe the internet's just too dense a playground now you maybe, know what i mean like or... maybe maybe they're also doing it for one thing maybe they are posting this stuff online we just haven't found it also, maybe it's somebody who's a little bit older. Not that they don't know about the internet, sure. but they're more mm -hmm. used to a physical way of, I don't know, it's more comfortable for them in whatever way right. to type it out and print it and do whatever. Right. Who knows? But also paradoxically, I'm, I'm going to break my own point. Mm -hmm. The internet's right there, so why don't you post it there? People post on the internet all the time mm -hmm. and it all gets washed away. Yeah. There's too much information for it to ever, right. to, to really latch onto. It's yeah. like a miracle when something mm -hmm. like makes a blip on everyone's radar. Yeah, but there's here, less competition hanging stuff from trees. Yeah, going directly to people. Yeah. You pour out your um, your Oops All Crunch, crunch Man Berries. Oops, oops All Crunch Man Berries? Yeah, what's that <laughs> Oops All Berries? 
Oh, Captain yeah, yeah, Crunch. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he made Oops, that. Remember berries. when Captain Crunch made that huge mistake and he accidentally only had berries in that one box? Absolutely. Who could forget? Um, uh, that That's was, another trauma that we all suffered. Absolutely. If you. I did not mean to compare Oops All Berries to the COVID 19 pandemic. Um, retract. Why? Retract. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Kristen was trying to diminish no. the global trauma that we all sustained not, by comparing it to that time that Captain Crunch only had berries because she views that as such a negative. Um, uh, oh, so really it's an anti-berry stance on my part? Canceled. <laughs> no, is it not that I'm diminishing COVID-19, but I am elevating Oops All Berries to the level of a COVID-19-esque Oh no, I've gone cross-eyed. <laughs> I have no idea anymore. I just I know. don't know. We're lost. But so by going that direct to people, mm -hmm. that is so outside the norm, you can't ignore it. Right. Yeah, Now totally. it's in your food. Mm -hmm. And so you have to engage with it. It actually yeah. makes the message land more than if you posted it on the internet and we yeah. all just scrolled on to the next thing. Yeah, that is true. It's... It's a wild thing. Yeah, it is. Um, so there was a park ranger who posted on Reddit that he found 24 of the notes along a trail one day. And he said that they're a pain in the ass for park employees because they're taking these things down. Yeah. It's, a, it's not great for the environment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To have these things just like out and about. And um, every and so he posted the picture of these notes all together, just like in a pile on like his desk or something. And everything that he found looked pretty new. They weren't like weathered at all or anything. And so he theorized that they had been placed that morning based on the weather and when his shift started at 10 a.m. Huh. Um, so who knows? Also, there could and people said this in Reddit and I thought it too, like people who are posting their notes on Reddit. I'm not talking about this park ranger. I, I don't know. But like they could have really just very well just made up this note and of been course. like, oh, look, I found it. Yes. So we have no idea. We don't know how many are genuine or not. Um, we don't know who's doing it. Um, but it's just a, a strange thing that's going on right now. So that's more or less where it ends. That's where it ends. Is that yeah. this is just a thing that's happening and we yes. don't know yet. Yes. The FBI is apparently currently investigating it. Wow. But yeah, this is just a strange thing that's going on, primarily in Pennsylvania. It also reminds me of the Toynbee tiles, of course, yep. mm -hmm. which was also in Pennsylvania and um, also had a lot of copycats. Right. And who knows? Yeah. 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 No, that's... Less... It's... less less aesthetically pleasing than the Toynbee tiles. So it captures the imagination slightly less in a way. Right. Yeah. Cause the, um, so we covered the Toynbee tiles yeah. a long, long time ago on this show should be early right. in the feed. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, very colorful, very poppy and also decorative. Yes. Very decorative. And also, you know, with the notes, you can, you can understand, okay, somebody slipped this into a box, but the yeah. Toynbee tiles, it is still inconclusive how they were placed into the pavement on roads yeah because they'd be like placed without it being like a road that's under construction just be like a normal road and all of a sudden there's a toy tile embedded in the road they're all like theories so that like, he had a hole in the bottom of his car so he could do it without ever leaving the vehicle yeah just wild yeah it's um, amazing i just checked it's episode 10 of guide to the unknown sweet uh, Toynbee tiles go check that out mm -hmm. uh, one of the first times we ever left yeah a recording environment to yeah, go on location try to find one yep. it was very very fun yep because people were saying that there had been a Toynbee tile kind of by this mall by us and there were varying accounts some people said there is one some people said oh it's been built over and it was built over it was built over unfortunately yeah. but we still gave it a try absolutely gave it a try mm -hmm. uh, well and, and to that end if anybody out there has found a Schuylkill letter yeah and is yeah. listening to this show I'd be curious to hear the experience absolutely I'd imagine it would be pretty alarming. 
<laughs> yeah. Although now like, that's such a, a I wonder if a somebody, thing. yeah, I wonder if it's kind of a thing for people in that area. You know, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, most people are probably like, what the hell is this? Yeah. But I'm sure there's some segment of the population that when they open their, um, hmm, let me think. What will it be this time? Uh, uh, birthday cake pop tarts. Great. Okay. Great. Uh, now those are foil. That's some sort of a foil yes. package. Yes, it is. A pop tart. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know what that the is. The crinkle. You're right. That's how you can. You're tell. right. All right, I, I redact what I said before. Thank you. Uh, I still might not be right about nutter butters. I think that's where yeah, this all came from. I do from. think it's just plastic nutter butters. Yeah, maybe. The valuables. <laughs> but so <laughs> when you, I, I sure I'm sure there's some segment of the population that finds a skookle letter in their mm-hmm. food and kind of goes like. I got one. Oh, totally. Oh my God. Yeah. Janine Melnitz. We got yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> like all excited. Yep. Um, so I'm going to talk to you about some other, uh, uh, other found crap. Yeah. Other found crap. That's yeah. a great way to put it. Perfect. To give some, uh, maybe historical context mm-hmm. to the Schuylkill letters. Yeah. Uh, but before we do that, uh, we'll see you on the other side of this commercial break. And we're back. Uh, so this show is brought to you by us. Yeah. Go to scaryfun.fun, uh, where you can find links to every previous show that we've ever done. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, you can find links to our Patreon, patreon.com slash pod, where we've got a number of tiers set up. Whichever tier you join, starting at the $1 tier, you get access to our Discord. Boom. Now you're, you're now you're part of a secret society. That's true. Of other people who listen to the show and, and post to each other about Yeah, it's stuff. really nice. Super fun. The other tiers start to give you access to the Netherworld Dispatch, mm. our secret second podcast that only lives on Patreon. If you join the top tier, the demon tier, we heard a rumor that you get a new episode of the Netherworld Dispatch every single week. That's right. And, and the, we can confirm the rumor is true. The rumor is true. The most recent episode of the Netherworld Dispatch is episode 146, and we called it The Ghost Bell. Yes. We watched Unsolved Mysteries, and it was uh, predominantly (laughs) exclusively about this uh, couple, older couple, that were experiencing paranormal phenomenon. Mm -hmm. But the bell itself (laughs) seemed to be when the the wife would ring the bell, the husband was expected to... Come a-running. To come a-running. And the entire story appears to be... His justification for never answering that bell again. <laughs> yeah. I think it was all a ruse. So he never has to worry about I'm it. Not, th- that's a haunted bell. We're not doing that anymore, right. honey. Without ever having to directly address. Yes. I don't want to come when you ring a bell anymore. <laughs> no, skip that conversation. That's just one theory as to what might have been going on. Go check that out. Patreon.com slash pod. Uh, and any of those tiers that get the Netherworld Dispatch, the second you join, you unlock a ton of shows and new shows going forward. Yeah. So we hope that you enjoy it. And thank you, thank you, thank you to so, so much to everybody who already backs yes, us over there. Yes, thank you. Uh, now, I also have a new review of Guide to the Unknown. Yay. Uh, Apple podcast review from Heidi Heidi Mm. titled wild ride. This podcast is like the haunted mansion ride, which I love to hear. I'm that's high praise. Absolutely. And they point out, we even have an episode about the haunted mansion. We do. Thank you. Heidi. Great plug. Sometimes the topics are scary. Sometimes they're funny. So many spooky unknown topics along the way with thrilling, amazing research. That's so nice. Thank you so much, Heidi. Five Fanny stars. your hole. What did you say? Fanny your hole? Fan of your holes. Because 
of hidey holes. Hidey holes. But this, I realized this is one of the worst. I realized too late. Fan of your holes. I didn't say fanny your holes. I said fan of your holes. Which... Because her name is Heidi and Heidi holes are a thing. Yeah. I can't decide if this is a great joke <laughs> or one of the shittiest jokes I've ever heard. <laughs> Hi, I'm Heidi. Oh, I'm a fan of your holes. Hey, which are not I'm really sorry. a thing. Heidi holes. I'm sorry, Heidi. Kristen. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Good God. I'm a fan of your holes. Just on its own, something to say to a, another person. It's not a great thing to say to someone. But even the underlying... Or maybe it is. I even the underlying intent of the joke. <laughs> Heidi holes. I love Heidi holes so much. It's so stupid. It's so stupid it might be great. It's so stupid it might be one of the best jokes I've ever heard. Oh, boy. All right. Oh, all <laughs> right. Shit. Tell me about some found crap. Let's get to some found crap. So uh, here's... here's uh, I wrote... I'm thinking about the Schuylkill letters, mm -hmm. which I didn't know much about. I didn't right. want to, to know anything before you told me about it. But I started to think about um, a long heritage of people finding secret letters mm -hmm. and the motivations between anonymously passing messages to each other. Yeah. So here's what I wrote down. The concept of a secret, a secret admirer. Mm, yeah. And I wrote here, secret admirer is more than just a great episode of Frasier, which is an, it's an episode <laughs> title of an episode of Frasier. That's what it said on Wikipedia. I didn't even remember that. Oh, really? Yeah, just it's even <laughs> worth mentioning. But so the the notion of a secret admirer letter, right? That's one motivation behind these kinds of things. Clearly not the Schuylkill letters. Yeah. But the idea of and it's treated as a romantic notion when you're young. Yeah. But very quickly becomes incredibly concerning. I feel. Well, do you remember I got kind of a secret? Okay. I wrote this down. Okay, great. great. I didn't. No, I want. I wrote down. To cue you into doing what you were just doing. Why did I stop you? <laughs> I think, you know, I think I actually have it. Like, you know how your phone saves, like it transfers to other phones or whatever, like old pictures. Uh -huh. Shut up. Yes. Um, I think it's yes, like grandma. my oldest picture. And I feel like I've come. Yes, I do have it. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. You did that so fast. This like, is, this is I not knew, staged. I knew it was like the first, you know, when you're looking for yeah. something old, I've seen it like a million times over the years. When did this happen? In 2013. Okay. So... I lived by myself, uh, and <laughs> I loved living by myself, but this was, this was I, I, I didn't like this. I did not like where you lived. Yeah, I know. In hindsight, Kristen's, I do Kristen's first apartment, yeah. I think it was before 2013, for the record. I think you're right, actually. Because you, you, you were married within a few years. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's, it's, totally it's way early. It's just what your phone does. Yes, yeah. So Kristen's first apartment was uh just like a a, a two three story apartment building mm -hmm. a low row of apartments right next to the river yep uh, a river where like bodies have been found a couple of times and stuff it happened while i lived there and uh Kristen's uh apartment was on the lowest level with a window that looked out into the parking lot like somebody could walk up to your window yeah. i never liked this i, never I would liked not this. do that today no that that setup being no. like lowest level at the um parking lot yeah. and obviously I, people live in, in in places like this all the time but yeah. i just I, I just remember being like I don't, I don't really like this yeah living by myself there i would not do again no. um but so i so i live there and uh one day i came home and i had this note slipped under my door and i was like what the hell is this and i opened it up and it was a cinderella like card that said like dreams do come true on the front and this is what it says on the inside. Um, to a special friend, 
I am your neighbor. I saw you outside the order day. You was looking so good and I can't help it thinking about you since that time. I like you so much. I just want to be your friend in quotation marks. Ugh. Smile with love, with love, Ernest. And then he put in, not unlike a Schuylkill note, um, a piece of paper inside that that said, please call with his number. Let talk. Fianks, Ernest. And I was like, what the hell? And it's under your door. So yeah, he knows so he exactly knows which live. apartment is yours and he can get into the building. He yeah. lived in the building. Lived in the building. So, which I didn't know right then or whatever. But so I went back up. My my friend Sarah lived on the floor above me. And oh, I, yeah. I forgot that. That's nice. I forgot was, that part of it. It yeah. was great. I loved yeah. it. Um, so I went up to Sarah's. I'd actually just been there and I came home and I saw this or whatever. I went back up and I was like, look at this thing I just found. Like, what the hell? And it was her and her husband, Dan, and her brother, Tommy. And there was nothing to say. We're just all just kind of like, what the hell? Like, this is weird. And I was like, all right, well, I just needed somebody else to know about this. Um, I'll talk to you later or whatever. And yeah. I went back downstairs and was just hanging out, whatever. And it was like nighttime. And then like at about 11 o'clock at night, there was a knock on my door. And I thought it was going to be like Sarah or something. And so I like went up to the door and I, thank God, looked in the peephole and it was this guy who I hadn't really seen before. Like, I, no, I hadn't seen before. I didn't know who it was. And I just, I just like, like a movie or something. I backed away oh, yeah. from the door yep. and I went in my room and I slid down the wall with my phone. Again, like a movie, spotted yeah. drama in there. And I called Sarah and I was like... I'm fine. Everything's fine. But like the guy is here. Like he, he came just, to my door at 11 at night. Yeah. And like knocked on the door and she was like, oh my God. And she was like, do you want me to send Dan and Tommy down there? And I was like, no, like, what are they going to do? I'm not going to open the door. And then I was like, yeah, no, actually do. Yes. And so they came down, they came in and they were like, um, is he like, or was who knocked like a black guy wearing like a polo shirt and a baseball hat? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, yeah, he's just like standing around in the hallway. And I was like, oh my God. He's just standing around doing nothing. Yeah. 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 So, um, they stayed for a little bit and I guess, I don't know, peeked out, see if he was gone or whatever. And they left. And, um, the next day I called my landlord and I was like, so, do you know somebody named Ernest who lives here? Cause this happened. And I just kind of wanted, I would do things differently again today, by the way. But I, I was like, I just kind of wanted to know what his deal is. No, I think you did everything right. You received a note yeah. and it seemed, uh, like it was clearly p potentially the, be the beginning of an interest that you had never offered, right? No. To show up at somebody's house at 11 at night and knock on the door. I'm sorry. Well, the whatever. next part is what I would do oh, okay, differently. Okay. I would actually be a little bit more aggressive than I was. Okay. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. So the guy was like, yeah, I know Ernest. He's like lived here for a few years. Um, You know, he seems like a harmless guy, but like, or no. And he was like, I, he's lived here for, for a few years. I know that he's from Ghana. Um, I don't really know a lot about him, but like you can't feel unsafe in your home. Yeah. So why don't I talk to Ernest and tell him to like not bother you? And this is where I would say, yes, please. Then I was like, no, you don't have to do that. Like, I don't know. He didn't really like do anything. And I was thinking to myself, maybe there's like a cultural difference going on here. And like, I don't know, having the landlord talk to him. It's not like he's getting arrested. I would 100% today say, yes, tell him to leave me the hell alone. 
but so i told him not to I, I guess i would also be afraid of it then being like are you escalating things in his head that he's now like what yeah. you send somebody yeah to come talk true. to me i don't know yeah, i don't i don't I know. know what you do i don't know but to shorten it i i ended up it was like that day i left for work i saw that he was there were two exits to the apartment i saw that he was just hanging out outside the door of the building yeah. on one end and i was like oh god i cannot do this so i left through the other one but i had to drive by him to leave and we i could tell he kind of saw me i worked i came home and he was either still or again yeah. just there there's something else going on with the guy yeah and he was there with somebody else who i chester from the building there's uh -huh. at least somebody else there even though he was a little weird too but whatever i was like oh god i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do this because i don't want this guy just like waiting to talk yeah. to me forever and um i don't know i don't even remember because it was so many years ago but basically i went there and and he was like he was like oh uh did you get my note? I'm Ernest. And I started like panicking right away. And I was like, yeah, Ernest. Yes. Um, I got your note. Um, I have a boyfriend, which I didn't. And I was like, I have a boyfriend. So, um, no, thank you. And, um, yep. Yeah. Thank you so much. And he was like, that's okay. That's okay. We can be friends. And I was like, no, I don't think so, Ernest. And I just like went inside. And yeah. then like, I think there were just a couple times after that where I saw him and he, he like came up to me and he was like, um, can you come with me to my apartment? I want to give you a gift. And I was no, like, no, 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 no. I was, I was like, no, or like, no, no, I can't do that. And he's no. like, but it's a gift, but it's a gift. He kept it, like, he'd be like, but we're friends. But I it's know. A gift. And I was yeah. like, no, uh, no, I'm sorry. It, at best, there's a naivete in him and, really at, and at no worst who, who knows totally no, and that was yeah. pretty much it i mean i would see part of what was so strange was that those were like the only times i remember seeing him i did actually once i saw him realize who he was i was like oh i did see that guy in the parking lot like one time like i walked by him or something right and then kind of after this like he was never really outside that much again so i think he was just really like waiting for me that's the the the, um, the loitering kind yeah. of waiting thing is is another big warning sign you know like, yeah, yeah yeah so that was my secret admirer <laughs> yeah 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 uh, the good. cinderella card too like it's all very it was so odd off-putting yeah, yeah. off-putting in the extreme <laughs> yeah. and that there's a separate piece of paper inside the card I that's written to you. I don't, I don't know, know. why. Yeah. Well, it's Do you like, have a stack of these to his special friends? I, that's what it made, makes me think. Almost. I know. Yeah. But even so, it wasn't the note inside wasn't personalized either, though. It didn't say like to Kristen, call me. Right. It yeah. just also said, call me, yeah. let talk the inks. I don't know. There, there are plenty of reasons why that came off as concerning. It was very concerning. Uh, I was cause for freaked. concern. Yeah. You, you know, I just did mental, I did a little mental math here. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, when we got the dogs, you mm -hmm. lived there. Yes. So you did live there within the last decade. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> That's crazy to me. 11 years. It That's had to be. crazy. Yeah. This doesn't seem right. Th you, know, you know what? This happened earlier, though, than when we got the dogs. Because right, I definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't dating You lived anybody. there for a good few years, yeah. I think I lived there for th three and a half years or something. Yeah. I think it must have happened on the somewhat earlier end. Because if Ryan and I have been together for like 13 years now or something. Yeah. Uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. No, but, I, know, I know, I know, But yeah. It's just weird, weird personal mental math. To I be know. like, you, still, you, had a, you had one of the dogs there. Yeah. Very briefly, though. Yeah. But still. Um, because he was driving everybody crazy the landlord called me and he was like 
it's not going to work <laughs> out. Getting calls about crumbs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so then he started staying at our parents' house during the day when I was at work and Ryan was at work. Oh, crummy. I know. Um, all right. So that's that's secret admirers and concept. I think we yeah. all we all sort of know the the generalized mm-hmm. notion. Uh, the other thing that I left too for context of the Schuylkill letters is the notion of a message in a bottle. And I wrote here, message in a bottle, more than just a great song by the police. That's absolutely true. I love that song. Message in a bottle. I have a message in a bottle tattoo that I got for a Hurricane Sandy uh, fundraiser. Is that right? Yeah, it just has New Jersey on it. Huh. Where is it? Is it this one? Is it there? Uh, No, No? that's that's a music music thing. I got one that was 18. Two-headed gingerbread. (laughs) Man. It must be. All right, Jesus, get your feet off me. Okay. There it is. Yeah, I believed you. Yeah, I still can't see it. Your leg bends the wrong way for me to see it. All right, fine. Yeah, I don't give a shit. God damn it. Uh, (laughs) So uh, the message in a bottle information was way more interesting than what Secret Admirers had to offer. Uh That seemed worth sharing. So messages in bottles, we know the, the idea of like you go to the beach and you find a yeah a glass bottle and there's imagine? a rolled up piece of paper inside so exciting i would lose it so exciting there are simultaneously uh exciting morbid uh and really like scientific reasons mm-hmm. for messages to be sent in bottles huh. very strange so uh there have been crowdsourced scientific studies where people hurl messages in bottles into the ocean oh. to see where they wash ashore. Oh, that makes sense. To get a sense of the the where the currents lead and stuff. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. Like a scientific thing. You just I, do. I think that that probably is from a long time ago, right? We must have better ways. To... Relatively recent. Really? I, but I also think that this is just a really great way to throw garbage into the <laughs> it's ocean. It's the same. Maybe it's just somebody having fun, having an excuse to throw garbage in the yeah, ocean. Yeah, one of the fastest and easiest ways you can pollute is to just throw garbage into the ocean. <laughs> it's efficient. Uh, now, sometimes there are uh, memorial tributes. You mm-hmm. might write a letter to a loved one or some sort of a eulogy of a type put it in a bottle, hurl mm-hmm. that into the sea. Yeah. Um, deceased loved one's ashes. Oh, uh-huh go into these things periodically. Hmm. Um, and then uh, uh, sometimes they are messages from people believing themselves to be doomed. Oh. I'm going to die. We're shipwrecked. Mm-hmm. This is what happened. Tell my family I love them. Yeah. Hurl it into the sea. Yeah. And maybe m- probably most of those bottles or something are never seen again. Right. Some of them have been found. Wild stuff. Wild stuff. But I've also got this, which I thought was intriguing. Sometimes messages in bottles are written to prospective pen pals. Oh, boy. Hi, my name's Will. You found my message in a bottle. He's right back. Follow at the Myth Traveler <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> to talk to me. Yeah. Right? An interesting notion. Uh, it did remind me of one of my favorite uh, uh, scary stories uh, of all time to come uh-huh. out of the internet at least. Pen Pal, mm, written yeah. by Dathan Auerbach, which begins with a kid's class, mm-hmm. like an elementary school class, where they had a pen pal project. Yeah. Write a note, say, hi, my name's Will. Um, will you be my pen pal? All you have to do is send a letter back to this school, mm-hmm. and it'll make its way to me. Right. And they tied those notes to balloons and let them go. Yeah. And then he starts getting mail at his house. It's sweet. It's like such a great setup. Mm-hmm. You sent out a, a red balloon. It found its way to the wrong possible person. And now he's contacting you, not at the school, but at directly. Home. 
He knows you. He's following you. Right. Scary stuff. It's very scary. So like I said, there are many reasons why you might have a message in a bottle. I did copy down a few that I thought were particularly interesting and worth sharing here. So uh, on January 7th, 1943, a Schweppes lemonade bottle. Ooh, (laughs) the good stuff. We're already, I know, the best stuff on earth. Hey, uh, hey. Uh, we're already in 1943. We're already starting with a Schweppes. Yeah, thing? doesn't that feel? Yes, right. Feels early. You think it would just be like a nondescript glass soda pop bottle, but right. no, it's a Schweppes. It's a Schwe- well, if you have a Schweppes, you're going to want to let people know that you have a Schweppes. You're probably the so note inside the Schweppes bottle. <laughs> just said, <Yeah>. jokes <laughs> <laughs> on you, Buster. I already drank the Schweppes. <laughs> You thought you found a free Schweppes. You got swept away with the idea that you'd have a free one. My note almost got swept away in the tides. <laughs> so a Schweppes lemonade bottle was found near Woolnorth mm. uh, in northwestern Tasmania. Mm. And it contained a penciled message that had been thrown overboard in 1916. Thank God. By Australian soldier John Oppie as his troop ship passed between... Uh, I don't know, Whatever. around around South Australia. Now, here's what's crazy. All right, uh-huh. 1916, this Australian shoulder, soldier, John Oppie, writes a note, puts it in a Schweppes lemonade bottle and throws yeah. it into the ocean. Luxurious ship. Oppie himself survived to see the message returned. Returned how? I don't know. I don't have that information, yeah. which could be compelling. It's okay. But here's one of my concerns. Uh-huh. What? What do you throw? What What do you put in a message in a bottle? Yeah. What if you wrote like a confession? I was just thinking the same thing. Like you're unburdening yourself, and you're like, well, nobody's gonna see this anyway. But it feels a little bit more satisfying than just like burning the note yeah. or throwing it away or something. And then somebody's like, "Hey, I found Are this Joppy. Did you have a Schweppes yeah. uh, thirty years ago? <laughs> yeah. Why?" Right. <laughs> you already You're know. Jail. You already know. You start oh, totally. sweating. Uh, no, no, I don't even like Schweppes. Uh, <laughs> bullshit. Everyone likes Schweppes. No, I'm a Canada Dry guy. I swear. Uh, no one's a Canada Dry guy. Please. When given the choice between Canada Dry and Schweppes, you always go Schweppes. Every time. Give me your hands. You're going to jail. <laughs> I'm going to lock you up now, John Oppie. <laughs> but the, the 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 fright of that. You wrote a message in a bottle, and now it's here Somebody again. finds it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Weirdly, I guess it's what I wanted, but I didn't want it like this. No. Here's another one. In what was described as, quote, perhaps the most famous message in a bottle love story, hmm. in March 1999, a green ginger beer bottle was dredged up by a fisherman off the Essex coast. The bottle contained an 84-year-old letter tossed into the English Channel in 1914. Oh my God. So this, this one had been in there for, what is this, 85 years. Wow. And it had been tossed in by British soldier Private Thomas Hughes days before he was killed fighting in France. Mm. Hughes' letter, written for delivery to his wife, who had died in 79, so 20 years dead by mm-hmm. the time the letter's found, gets delivered to his 86-year-old daughter in New wow. Zealand. Wow. That's but amazing. Isn't that, isn't that, that's incredible. Yeah, that's awesome. Incredible. Wow, wow, wow. Here's the last one that I wrote down of these. In June 2019, three hikers trapped above a waterfall on California's Arroy Seco tributary released a Nalgene bottle SOS message that was quickly discovered a quarter mile downstream, allowing them to be rescued by helicopter the following morning. Oh, my 
my God. A practical application of sending a message in a bottle downriver while you're in danger now and you get saved. That's incredible. Because otherwise you think about maybe that cartoon of like somebody sitting on a deserted island, that one palm tree. Yeah. And they send a message in a bottle and it's like nothing ever happened. Totally. Right? They, they were saved. Wow, that was quick service. Like instantly. That's amazing. It's amazing. So I have, I, I, I wrote down a few other like just... Because there are a thousand like found notes and stuff. So I've got a few examples of those that mm -hmm. I think would be fun to just enter into the record, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. But it did occur to me that I also have my own found Ooh. message experience. Yeah, yeah. And it's a it's a dopey story, but an interesting one. And mm -hmm. it's going to sound like a lie, but it's not. Okay. So uh, a, a million years ago, I was a student at Rutgers University. Mm -hmm. And the most important thing I had in my backpack was my PSP. Yeah. You know what that is? It's a PlayStation a, thing, right? PlayStation. Mm -hmm. It's like a Game Boy, but for PlayStation. Yeah. So I had one of these stupid, you know, mind fart kind of moments. Mm -hmm. I went to my car at Rutgers. I throw my bag on top of the car. Uh, I have to oh, pay. God. I have to pay like we had to constantly carry quarters and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I had to like pay the meter or whatever. Anyway, I get in the car. I drive home. I can't find my bag. I left it on top of the car. Oh, man. I don't remember this. So I instantly hop back in the car, hustle back to where I parked, and I start fruitlessly walking around trying to see if my did my bag slide off the roof of the car somewhere safe for me to get to mm -hmm. is it in okay shape will i ever find this thing again yeah and miraculously i do find my bag mm -hmm. and that's when the, uh, obviously the next thing i was concerned about is like somebody's gonna see a bag on the side of the road yeah. rummage through it and take the like 150 dollar totally device mm -hmm. the psp is gone. It's gone. Yeah. Somebody opened my bag and took the PSP. And was I'm, it only 150 bucks? I have no idea. Okay. I, I'm making that up. Probably really expensive, right? Uh, back then, maybe. Yeah, maybe a good couple you know? hundred, something yeah. like that. So I'm I, I'm bummed. I lost my stupid thing, but I got my bag back with my notebook and whatever. Oh joy. Oh joy, joy, joy. And then the next day, I'm in a class and I'm telling the story to somebody sitting next to me who I used to go to high school with. Mm -hmm. And I went, you know, it'd be awesome though. Wouldn't it be awesome if like in my notebook, they had opened the notebook and then written inside it. And I looked through the notebook and on the very last page, it says call Pedro, I think. Oh, I do remember this. Okay. Yeah. And a phone number. Uh -huh. This really happened. Yes. This, no, this... no, I did. I, I do remember now that for some reason you saying the name Pedro clicked it for me, but yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it it happened. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is bizarre now. Yeah. Because one, I was joking. Wouldn't it be cool if somebody right. had written in my book? But they did. Yeah. And I didn't know that until like a day or two later. Crazy. So I call the number and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I found that. I found your bag and I found the PSP. I've got it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you've got it. And they, they gave me their address to come get it. Yeah. And I was very concerned. Yeah. So I linked up with a friend to come with me because mm -hmm. I'm a paranoid type of fella. Good. So actually that gives me an eyewitness to like this really happened. Yes, true. And so I, uh, uh, we go and, and the guy is like, yeah, oh yeah. So it, it's yours. Mm -hmm. And he, he sort of was acting almost like he wanted me to prove it was mine, which is impossible to right. do. And, and meanwhile, my gears are turning because of his logic. Totally. Here's what happened. I put my bag on top of my car and drove away. The bag slid off the roof of the car and landed on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. Now here comes this guy who picks up the bag, opens it, sees that there's a valuable device in it, 
takes that, right. leaves the rest along with his phone number. Right. For me to maybe find. Right. And he tells me now in person, he's like, well, I want to remove it because somebody else would probably steal it. Uh-huh. It's like, but it's weird that you left the rest. Like, it's all weird. It's all weird. But it did go perfectly according to plan because he yeah. did leave a means for me to contact him and I did get my PSP back. Right, right. It's surprising. And I think I sold it <laughs> a couple <laughs> years later or something yeah. like that. That'd be. That's right. I totally forgot about that. What a strange thing. Now I have that notebook too. I don't know where it is. Yeah. But I have yeah. that notebook. Not that it would even be proof in and of itself. I could just write on a page in pencil, call I this mean, guy. I mean, why would you lie about this? Because it's vaguely interesting. It is interesting. Marginally interesting. It's crazy. I'm surprised he didn't hold it for ransom. It's just unlikely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold it for ransom. Instantly sell it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ask for like a finder's fear. I'm sure maybe he expected Clearly. me to have. I was just, a, I, I, there was no means of me doing that. No way. Paying him off or something like that. No. So it worked out in my favor, but it was highly unlikely. Absolutely. There was nothing more baffling than in the moment saying to so and i wondered if they <laughs> even thought that i set this up totally. i was like wouldn't it be crazy if there's something on this page I know. and there is yeah it was very everything was weird what i did was weird what he did was weird yes it's it was so bizarre weird. yeah but it worked out i mean it's amazing it is yeah i guess he had the right idea somebody else who's not as ethical as he true certainly could have come across the bag and just stolen it absolutely absolutely true yeah um and uh thank god i was then able to complete <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Liberty City Stories. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, can you imagine? If you hadn't been able oh to? God. Oh, my God. Oh. So I did write, just to, to, to cap off the episode, Yeah. there, there are a thousand of these. If you, if you go on the internet and just type in, like, scary found note, mm -hmm. you're going to get paid off. Yeah. But I wrote down a few here. I actually found a, there's a whole BuzzFeed article of creepy anonymous notes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I've got a couple others as well. Uh, but maybe before I even do that, I'll pick a bone with you. Sure. I sent you a letter. Okay. About a week ago. A little less. Huh? I said, are you covering this kind of thing? And you said oh. you weren't sure or whatever. Uh-huh. And I had found a Schuylkill note. Oh, okay. I hadn't done my research yet. Yeah, well, I still blame you. <laughs> it had been uh, somebody had found it in their original flavor baked wheat snack crackers from ShopRite. Mm, nice. And I tried to send it to you to get around it, but uh, clearly... I didn't know exactly what Schuylkill Notes looked like yet, William. Well, I don't know why you're yelling at me. <sighs> because you said you had a bone to pick with me. I do. Or you oh. said you had to pick a bone with me. Well, yeah, whatever I said. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, and I have something awesome to say to you. Okay. Okay. All right. Here are just some fun, silly stray notes like you could find on the internet. Yeah. Uh, pinned to somebody's windshield under the, the windshield wiper. You were so easy to find, Mark. Oh, my God. You should drive more carefully. <laughs> Oh my God. How okay. Good is that? All right. I will, I guess. Sure. That reminds me, William. Remember, I got a very scary found, not note, but donut on my car? Donut. Yeah. Donut. <laughs> yeah. Remember? That was so weird. Somebody left a mushed up donut on Kristen's windshield. It was so bizarre. It was like the corner of my windshield. <laughs> that was here. Just an intact donut. Yeah. Yeah. That was within the last six years. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, was... I was living, I think, at um, Forest Glen. Yeah. And uh, the, the place of so many stranger You got my attention to come out to see this donut, which had <laughs> fused itself to the glass of your windshield because of rain. I was hoping that I could drive and the force of me driving was going to fling the donut off because it was already wet and gross like right, when yeah. I got to it because it had rained or something. Yeah. But the rain, you're right, had just suctioned and fused it. It had turned it into like a paste. 
<laughs> so gross. Yeah, it was disgusting. And then I lifted it off of my bare hands and chased you with it. Yeah. We were in our 30s. <laughs> Just for the record, if, oh, I, my, if my math is right. No, you're right. So here's another post-it note that somebody seems to have found maybe at work. I don't mm -hmm. know. The leg freezer is completely full. <laughs> that freezer full of legs? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, okay, here's... Okay, I, I see why I copied this one down. Here's a ripped... <laughs> it's This is very threatening, in fact. Uh -oh. It's very similar to the, your earnest letter. It's yeah. like written on brown paper. Yeah. And it says... And it's like stained. And it's a shred of paper. Uh -huh. There are no right angles on this page. Right. Hey, I think you're really cute. I've noticed you work at Bed Bath & Beyond. Been checking you out for a bit. And I think oh, next God. time I see your car here, I'm finally going to go and talk to you. Hope this doesn't creep you out. Signed, Secret Admirer. Like all oh, these my things. God. All these things of like, here's a note for you and expect more when you right. least expect it. Yeah, more is coming. Horrible. Ugh. Here's a very, very popular viral one that I almost assume is is fake mm -hmm. this is a note that was tied to like a street lamp mm -hmm. on the side of the road the most alarming thing about it is that there was also a clay ball at the <laughs> top of the note with a very rudimentary face drawn in it like dot dot <laughs> eye dot nose line mouth little ball god. of clay the top of this note oh my right? god yes and here's what the note itself says beneath the ball of clay notice while you are reading this there is a man in one of the windows high above you <gasps> who is taking your photograph. He will then make a wee model of you and put it with other wee models of other people and then play weird games with them. Is this the man? <laughs> oh, this McClay man. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant, but yeah, maybe it is. No, it sounds like the man who's taking the pictures wrote it. Oh, it's 100%. The man. Oh the man my himself. God. Very threatening. I can't believe it. It's so outlandish. I, I can't imagine that's that insane. it's real. I mean, that for, clay faces. For all I know, it is real. Yeah. And the last contextless fun little note that I found, fun, mm -hmm. scary fun, was on right. the, the found paper subreddit, which I guess is a whole thing. Oh, go poke around. Makes sense. Somebody found this in a townhouse they had just moved into. It's a... a a little note card that seems to have been like tacked to a wall. Mm -hmm. It says, please, I implore you. The energies of this habitation are dark. And then an arrow says, move. Oh my God. And when you flip it over, it says, save yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all comments on that post where they're like, when I was a kid and we moved, I did stuff like this. <laughs> That's so funny. That's a funny <laughs> idea. But I mean, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I wish I remembered what I wrote on the inside of the closets before I moved. Remember? I talked about it on the show at yeah, some point. Yeah, yeah, That's all right. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't anything scary, I don't think. I don't know what it was. Yeah, just, it's fun to keep a little mm -hmm. secret or something, especially Yeah, it'd be fun kid. for somebody to put... No, as an adult, when I moved into my new house. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Freak show. <laughs> because I had, heard, I had heard that people did something... I think it was in like Ted Bundy's old house or something. Remember I didn't... We yeah. did the thing where it was like haunted. I yeah, think yeah, the people yeah. who moved into it found stuff that was written on the inside over the door of closets. It wasn't from Ted Bundy, but it was like some sort of scary haunting yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I liked the Rings idea of finding that. <laughs> um, I'm going to leave you with yeah. probably one of the most legendary found note situations on the internet. This yeah. was a, a Reddit thread that has like become lore mm -hmm. to some extent. This was originally posted uh, almost a decade ago on a legal advice subreddit by the user rbradbury1920. Okay. So uh, assuming they're a fan of Ray Bradbury, right. the sci-fi author. Yep. And here's what they wrote. The title is Post-it Notes Left in My Apartment. 
and they're looking for legal advice. Remember that. Okay. okay. So on the 15th of April, I found a yellow post-it note in a handwriting that wasn't mine on my desk reminding me of some errands I had to do, but told literally nobody about. While odd, I chalked it up to something I did in my sleep, thinking maybe in my half-awake state, I scrawled it so it didn't appear to be my handwriting. I threw it out and thought little of it. Four days later now, Kristen. On the 19th, I found another post-it note on the back of my desk chair mm -hmm. in the same handwriting as the previous note, telling me to make sure I, quote, saved my documents. What? I, I was freaked out but there were no other signs of a break-in, so I set up a webcam in my house, aimed at my desk, and used a security cam app for it to record after detecting movement. Smart. S very smart. A little while later, Kristen, about a week and change later. On the 28th, I woke up to find another post-it note, this one saying, our landlord isn't letting me talk to you, but it's important we do. Oh my God. I immediately checked the webcam's folder on my computer and found nothing from the night before, but my computer's recycling bin had been emptied, which I am certain I did not do recently, indicating someone had noticed the webcam and deleted the files. Oh my God. Today, on the 1st of May, I found another post-it note, this time on the outside of my door with nothing written on it. And there also appeared to be post-its on many other doors of my apartment complex, all blank, in varying colors. Do I have any legal recourse here? I have no proof except for the post-its, but those are written by my pen and on my post-it notes. Oh, so conceivably, I could have faked them. Uh-huh. Would contacting the police get me in any trouble if they can't determine an outside source for this? I just want to make sure I'm not wasting anyone's time. Should I consult my landlord? Those also living in the complex? How bizarre. So here's the top comment yeah. on this post, posted by Kackerlack. Okay, great. You seem sincere, and this doesn't appear to be the plot of a Ray Bradbury short story. Mm -hmm. So they even double-checked the guy's username to see yeah. like, uh, it's possible that your landlord is leaving notes inside your apartment, but they don't make any sense in the context you're describing them. It's likely that you are writing the notes yourself, but are forgetting. Mm -hmm. Do you use post-it notes as reminders in any other parts of your life or job? Yes, this might be a mental health issue. You might be experiencing some sort of disassociative disorder, or it might be a physical problem. You mentioned that you have, uh, I guess this is some other comments on that post. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that you have a very unusual narrow bedroom with no windows. Is there a chance that you're not getting enough ventilation when you sleep hmm. or that there is a carbon monoxide leak in the building? A cheap carbon monoxide detector is a fast way to find out. You'll also have really bad headaches. Mm. Update from the original poster later on. Thanks to everyone who sent suggestions and gave advice on how to proceed, especially to those who recommended a carbon monoxide detector. Oh my God. Because when I plugged one in, in the bedroom, it read at 100 PPM, whatever that is. Too long didn't read. I had carbon monoxide poisoning and thought my landlord was stalking me. Oh my God. The end. Wait, but why was he putting post-it notes on everybody's doors in the building? wasn't thinking straight or wasn't well maybe oh in some subconscious God. kind of way was trying to warn other people right, right but had carbon monoxide poisoning was leaving ambiguous notes for themselves 
and didn't remember come the morning, so thought there was someone stalking them. That's crazy. You've never heard that no, before? That's no. like a legend. Uh, uh, I'm an extremely <clears throat> late adopter to Reddit. We Redditors consider that to be <laughs> something of a legend. I've only gotten into Reddit in the last handful of years. Uh, just an incredible story. Oh my God. Incredible. Um, so if ever there was a time, yeah. it felt like now. Absolutely. Along with the Schuylkill letters. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll find out someday. Maybe. If there's ever an explanation, I will definitely keep you guys posted. I would love to know. Yeah, maybe there will. I've now joined the Schuylkill Notes subreddit. Look at you. You're a member. They let you in. Yeah. Wow. I know. Look at me. Congratulations, Kristen. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, But thank you all so much as well. I became a suspect. (laughs) Immediately implicated myself (laughs) (laughs) within moments. Uh, I've never been to Schuylkill, but I love their packaged goods. That's right. Winky face. Get it? Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much, everybody, for hanging out with us. We are at the end of another episode of Guide to the Unknown. Mm -hmm. Uh, Make sure that you share the show if you enjoyed it. Yeah. We'd love to see more reviews on Apple Podcasts. We only need about 30-something reviews to hit 1,000. Which would be incredible. So please consider doing that. Thank you. And always hit up patreon.com slash gttupod if you'd like more Guide to the Unknown. Mm -hmm. If you'd like to back us, if you want to get access to the Netherworld Dispatch fun stuff coming up and uh yeah we'll be back next week for more scary stories and stuff that's right but until that time comes we must travel back to the netherworld go we and we're gone away we nobly go yeah oh would you ever send a a secret a, a little letter we could create a little legend about ourselves if we did this sure yeah. Seems harmless, as long as what's in it is harmless. Want to head down to the Piggly Wiggly and tamper with some food? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> if the Bubba Bubba Bake Mart was still open, we could do it there. What's that? Was that never open when you lived Bubba Bubba Bake Mart? Big Mart. Oh, Big Mart in New Brunswick? No, no, here. It's it's on uh, 2nd. What? Yeah, it's, it's um, you know the gas station that closed down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. around the corner from that. Like, oh, it was okay. called Bubba Bubba Big Mart. Yeah, that's... That's just a whole... Oh, I know. I know. It's, but, I mean, um, it's full of junk. Yes, totally. But there's no one in there. No, I know. Um, but we could have when it was open. You're right. It was weird. It was like a Krausers or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Krausers down... Did I tell you about when I tried to get weird New Jersey there? Yeah, I think so. But tell me again. <laughs> I don't know if I'll include this, but okay. I'll just say it. Just, yeah. just to say it. I, I wanted to get weird New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And on the weird New Jersey website, you can't just get it everywhere. I know. So they were like, here are the places that distribute weird new jersey Mm -hmm. and i was like oh my god it lists the krausers down the road which i never go to yeah so i went into the krausers and even getting it out of the car in the parking lot i like look around and it's like like cigarettes cigarette butts everywhere like like, a liquor store yeah Yeah. uh, like crushed up beer bottles and stuff like some guy looking at me (laughs) you know and so i i walk into the krausers thank god i don't have zoe yeah and uh and i look at their what would be a magazine rack and there's nothing but porn <laughs> on the top shelf. Yeah. And there's a guy behind the counter like, hello, sir. Like the friendliest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I went, do you have magazines? And he doesn't say a word. He just, you see them right here. He cranes his neck to look over at that empty magazine rack with porn on it. And then slowly looks back at me and he goes, no, no, I was like, okay. All right. I'll see you later, man. Yeah, I guess um, I know just as much as you on this subject. I'm yeah. out. <laughs>
I'm out, Ski. That's so funny. There's nowhere to get it. Uh, they used to have them at Barnes & Noble. I don't know if they still do or not. Very infrequently. Yeah. It seems to be very hit or miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Darn. I never read it anyway. I know. Open it up. Same. See all the ads. I have a subscription <laughs> to it. I, you do? Yeah. Uh-huh. You get this? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It comes out twice a year. You ever look at it? That's what I'm saying. Like, it comes and I go, huh. Set some set some aside. Bring, okay. Bring some over here. We'll take a looky. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. 